she talks. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the world. This is Jace. And Shar. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast out there on iTunes, SoundCloud, Kiss and Tell Radio. Shar. How you doing? I am fantastic, Jace. I'm a little warm. It's, it's a little spicy in here. It's been a really hot day, even though it is February in LA. You know, we don't believe in real weather. So okay. it was 85 degrees today. El Nino and... has kind of subsided. But other than that, mm-hmm. I'm doing great. I'm really, really anticipating this check clearing by tomorrow at 10 a.m. because <laughs> I need to get my formation tickets. So, other than that, you know, I'm just blessed and highly favored. Amen. I mean, people are spending their tax refunds. I've seen all the gifts. You see the, uh, the set it off one, plotting to get these tickets? No. Yes. Uh, when they're on the roof. Remember um, in the movie, they were trying to um, mm-hmm. get this money? Right. So, that's what the, um, the how, how to get the um, Beyonce tickets. But, um, yeah. It's, it has been today, and this is being recorded on Monday, February 8th. Today mm-hmm. is the one year anniversary of Kiss and Tell Networks. So thank you to all. Congratulations to everyone who's been involved. Thank you. Thank you. I get a round of applause. That's, yes, because it's a huge accomplishment. I still remember going to the first Kiss and Tell. Yeah. I just so good. And I was in the audience at that time. All I did was stand up and ask a question. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that... Wait, but no, that was the second one. No. Yeah. You had two in one year. I had three LA shows last year. Okay, yeah, it was the second one because the second one I had my braids. Yes, I remember you had the, um, the, um, what was it called? The beehive on top of your head. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember that. But yeah, the first one, that... I still remember the first one, though, because I remember the the, the DJ warming it up, Mm -hmm. and it was cracking. That was my brother. Oh, that was your brother? Mm, well, brother. He's he in Texas it, now. He had a cracking mm-hmm. in there, definitely. It was okay. good. Yeah, but like a little history on KTNR Breaks. It was just something that I wanted to do just to kind of bring the community together and just have a conversation. It was not meant to be a whole, I guess, network. I just wanted to have a conversation for Valentine's Day about dating relationships in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just blossomed into this thing. People asked me, like, when's the next one? And I was like, excuse me? So from there, I that's typically the how help, things happen. Yeah, right. I've definitely found my calling, and like God has blessed me with the right people to like keep the momentum going and stuff like that. So I'm very grateful. So thank you to all who have been supportive, participated. Thank you, Shar. You've been a staple, a staple in the company because we are officially a company now because yes. we got a tax ID. Oh, okay. We are we are certified in 2016. Well, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, topics today. So, you know, we're going to call it the Valentine's Day episode, but of course, Beyonce just outrules everything. Mm -hmm. Um, the Super Bowl yesterday, first of all, Gaga did great. Fantastic. I I met her. No. I met her like two months ago at the Born This Way Foundation. uh, That is so, oh, you did tell me. Yeah, and she was Stephanie. The Countess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Her and her her mom, Cynthia, the love of people. So she did well. I mean, the game, whatever. I I like literally was watching it on the plane, landed, went to a football party and saw Beyonce right when I got there. Um, But she did phenomenal. And a day prior to that, she um, launched her new single as well as a full video online uh, formation that pretty much broke the damn internet and one of the quotes in the song 
But as you know, that bitch when... Was it? You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Right. And since then, the world has been... Non-stop. Non-stop. Whether they love her or hate her. Non-stop. Whether they love her or fucking hate her. By so, the way, remember that casting call I posted about and you told me I can ride a horse? Yeah. It, it happened that fast. You saw how quickly things move. I didn't tell you it was for a Beyonce video, but it was for the formation video. <gasps> But it happened that fast, like literally in a week and a half of me. Sure, I could have been in the video. I could have been in the video too. I was actually, I auditioned to be in the video, but they she didn't even use the footage, any of the footage that I, like that it was being called for. Like let's say she was like, oh, I want ballerinas. And I did ballet. There were no ballerinas in the video type thing. So Dang, so they so they shot that video like. Like in a week and a half. Yeah. And they, they shoot it in, they shot it all in New Orleans. I think or they no? shot no in L.A. They shot the whole video in L.A. No, some of it was in New Orleans because they got B-roll oh, from B-roll a documentary. From but okay. the whole thing with in the house and stuff mm-hmm. with the old Creole house and when she was doing that dance routine in the Burgundy yeah. jump, that was L.A. That's my new like dance. I'm doing that last rage. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Well, I could have been in Beyonce video. Thank you, Char, for not hooking that up. Well, I could have been too. So. <laughs> um, so what do you think about her performance? And more, furthermore, what do you think about the comments and you know things like, like even the the former mayor of New York has Rudy mis- Giuliani, which was totally mm-hmm. misguided overall. And I said this on Char says so. If you all subscribe to my YouTube channel, I loved it. Um, for me, it felt very very personal because. Um, especially when she said, uh, my daddy, Alabama, mom, mama, Louisiana mixed mm-hmm. that Creole with that Negro. But that was kind of redundant because cre- all the Creole people I know identify as black. My fam- my mother's side is Creole. So that was like, hey, Creole with that Negro. Because my daddy, mm-hmm. you know, my mm-hmm. daddy's Caribbean, my mom's Creole. But um, overall, the song, when I watched the video, I was actually at work, like in the middle of work. Like I almost. I sent it to you. But before, literally three seconds before you sent it to me, TT did. So when you sent it to me, I was in the middle of watching it. Okay. And so I just was living off top. I heard Messy Maya come in. Then I heard Big Frida and then Blue Mm -hmm. with her afro. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, take me to Manchu's to get some some, um, gumbo or some chicken. Give me a bag of chiwis and a big shot. Like I felt so New Orleans. Like Mm -hmm. I love anytime Beyonce does anything uh, in regard to the South. Like that's why I love the Deja Vu video is 10 years old. I love that whole Bayou type rural Louisiana. But um, aside from that, the message, there were so many different layered messages. I really like the Beyonce. She's always taking risks. That's Mm -hmm. why she, you know, her... Self-titled album is virtually the reason I'm out here. Right. uh, In L.A. We talked about that. But, uh, yeah, she's always taking risks. And this is a totally different direction that I don't think anyone was anticipating. So for her to get so political and she's doing it right. Mm -hmm. Like she is using her platform so, so, so right. Mm -hmm. Because Beyonce has never been one for words. She's always been for the art. Never. She's always been for the art. And it's just so the whole, with even with the little boy, the little black boy in the hood dancing in front of the front line of the, of the of police. Mm-hmm. And they put their hands up and said, stop shooting us. It was so symbolic for her to be on the New Orleans police car sank in water car. and for sank it to sink. She had nothing but black girls as dancers. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so, like, this video, I don't know that it's got a mixed reaction, but general consensus, what I've seen from my social media is that people love it. And this has become my favorite Beyonce video. It's just so... I love it artistically. Well, I can, I don't, can I say it's my favorite? Let me think. I, was like, I really favorite? love Rocket. 
But this Rocket. is Rocket. I love Rocket. That song is so boring to me. No, I love it, love it, love it. Rocket but baby. The video, the visual was everything. But yeah. um just like I love the no angel. I love when Beyonce's mm-hmm. like the grit. Yes. When it's like the I grit. I think her raw. embracing her ratchetness is like one of the best things she's ever done for her. One career. of her selling points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it makes her not seem so uh pop princess perfectly yeah. packaged. Yeah, she's it definitely shows... more like humanized now. She, yes. And like and where and relatable. She is from. Right. Relatable. Right, you right, got right. hot sauce in your bag. I used to get red in undergrad. I used to keep hot sauce in my bag, which ironically was a House of Darion messenger bag. Not Darion. Not Darion. What is the difference? There is. We talked about this. There's a huge difference. House of Darion was more upscale and it cost a little bit more and it was made of better material oh, and yeah, it had yeah, different yeah, symbols. Yeah, Darion was it had the Florida de Lee as their symbol and it was a little you know that was down there with fetish and baby fat. House of Darion was at Nordstrom darling. Oh, so ironically I was in a House of Darion messenger bag and that is where I kept my hot sauce at you know HBCUs we do shit like chicken wing Wednesday and catfish Friday and stuff so you never and in a black school you can run and out of hot school sauce. in Oklahoma. In southern Oklahoma, southern Oklahoma yes. Oklahoma, right. Bore, damn near northern Texas. Right. And you you can easily run out of hot sauce at a black school. Mm-hmm. So I always came Except prepared. But I took it out because people were like, oh my God, that's so ratchet. But I was like, that's why I'm saying this song is so personal for mm-hmm. me. Like, yes. Yeah, no, when I first saw it, I was like, the first thing that came to mind, like, this is some black ass shit. And like, ironically, before, like a week before, she came with the video with Coldplay. Um, mm-hmm. where she was him doing, for the like, weekend, right, 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 and she kind of looked Caucasian in that video. To me, she did. I think she did. She looked a little Caucasian. Um, but I think this video, I was just like so happy that she's just like embracing it and, and like you said, using her platform to bring attention to these issues. And then even the simple lyrics, I like my baby hair with baby mm-hmm, hair and mm-hmm. afro. And then when she's talking like about the Jackson, Negro, yes. Jackson 5 nostrils. My Negro nose with Jackson and then, 5 um, nostrils. And then Chance the Rapper even tweeted like, Beyonce made me proud of my nose. Did you see that? No, I did. Yeah. Now I have somewhat of a prominent nose. Some of you all may disagree, but... I feel like, and I, I never. What prominent nose. I, I, in, in my opinion, I do. You know how we all have things about our face that okay. we're like, mm-hmm. I'm still getting rhinoplasty. But I've always, <laughs> listen, I have always said that I need to still look black and I still need to look like myself. Mm-hmm. So I just want a slight tweak, a very Kelly Rowland, not to put you out there, sis, but a very <laughs> Kelly Rowland little tweak to Her my nose. Her nose looks really good. And, I she, wanted, and she got boobs too. I know she. She now the boobs aren't a secret. The nose is kind of like a open secret. Um, yeah, she she never has openly admitted to getting nose oh. work. But yeah, I just want something tasteful and just a slight... I just want... It's not about my nose this size. I just want a more feminine... What I see in my head would be a more feminine nose. So yeah, but it's the song is great. Right. And white people are pissed. pissed. Some. Yeah. I'm going to preface I that mean, by saying some. The former Mayor Giuliani said like... I don't know why Beyonce is um, her performance was attacking police. There was nothing about that performance. The video... Sure, not attacking police, but bringing awareness. But the performance, it was Black Panthers the and a Michael Jackson video. The video was attacking police brutality. Brutality, yes. Not the police. And but I've he was referring so many... to the actual performance and like See, how the Super Bowl so many should white not... People, yes, they're they've so confused. Been, they've been boycotting or calling for a boycott, I should say. They say that I've read everything from Beyonce as a racist. Her and her husband are racist and they're part of the problem by talking about it. And uh, she's a cop bad. hater. 
and just all this stupid, stupid, stupid shit. And the worst thing I have to say that I saw this morning, which I kind of went off on my latest episode, is the misguided comparisons to the Black Panther, comparing the Ku Klux Klan to the Black Panther Party. It's like, do you niggas need a history lesson? Google is literally in the palm of our hands. You don't Mm -hmm. even have to go get the Encyclopedia Britannica nowadays and flip pages. You don't even have to look up books and like, we all have smartphones and Google is right in your white ass hand. And it's always in your hand. And you can, all it is is a click away. How dare you compare the Black Panther Party to the Ku Klux Klan? If you don't go somewhere and shut your misinformed, uneducated, ignorant ass up. Oh my gosh. So that was Did you see Raven? I heard that Raven did she's not. The, she said she misses Beyonce performing in gowns. In gowns and doing but she ballads. Totally, and she said that the video was hilarious. And I was like, hilarious? What a part. What part of that video? Don't tell was me like, that. Don't tell me that. Oh yeah, no. Look at the, look at the view. Like she and like I know plenty of people who know Raven who are friends with Raven, and so I rarely like, I rarely talk Scalp down her. about her. But mm-hmm. like she, between her and Stacey Dash, I'm just like, I'm gonna. Need well, you know, a celebrity. Together. This is totally off the record, and I'm not gonna name drop. But a celebrity did tell me that she felt that Raven was out of her league on the View, and she said that she knows bipolar when she sees it. She believes Raven Simone is bipolar, and she's out of her as the as the celebrity told me out of her fucking league. That's exactly how she said it. Wow, people so. are angry, and they've been trying to boycott her off that show for quite some time. We'll see what happens. Um, but she does bring attention to the show. I mean, what, I've never, what's hilarious about the video? Nothing. I'm I to, was really, I was really trying to figure that out too. Mm-mm, I can't do it. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Beyonce went to a game that night. The video launched. Like, she's so involved. She, yeah. Like, well, I, what I really love about Beyonce, and I wouldn't even consider myself part of the Beehive, but when she clocks out of work, she clocks out. She's I'm a different sector of the Beehive. I'm not going to troll you. And that if you don't like Beyonce, if she's not your cup of tea, you're entitled to that. I'm not the... Because Beyonce has different levels to the Beehive. I'm a honeybee. I am not a wasp. Some of the girls. No, seriously, she had it on her website. There were different levels to the beehive, and I'm definitely a honeybee because you are entitled to not like her. Okay, right. I do. You're not going to the concert. Okay, I am. You're I not buying the album. Okay, I am. I'm not someone who's gonna sit up here and be like, "Bitch, I'll unplug your grandma's life support machine." Right. If, if you he don't, don't like stop hard. Right. Yeah. I'm not that. No, girl. I've seen so many Facebook statuses. I've been going off about that, but I mean, kudos to Beyonce. Great. Performance. But the perform the performance was great, and like I said, I love that she's taking a political stance mm-hmm. and they paid homage to the Black Panther Party 50 years after I guess they were formed so that's what mm-hmm. I read today but it was 50 years after something I don't know if the last part of my sentence was correct right. but um, I loved it Visual. oh and her homage to Michael Jackson with her costume yeah her Michael Jackson yeah Black Panther Michael yeah. Jackson I'm for it it's I mean, nice. it, was, it was better than seeing Giant Jackson's I can't wait to get I cannot wait to get my hair done I'm going into the to the shop and I'm ordering all 28 to 32 inches of the Beyonce Super Bowl. When you see Char walk around like a lion's mane on Snapchat, <laughs> you know what happened. With the deep side you heard her. You heard her first on Kiss Until Radio. Yep. Um, so, like I said, this is this is a Valentine's Day episode, so we were talking about dating, but Beyonce was just a, such a focal point. Yes. Just in life in general, and, like, I'm just Pre-sale really... Pre-sale tomorrow, general pre- admission on the 16th. Yeah, I, I, will, I will be there, but I don't know when I'm going to get my ticket or what I have to do to get that ticket off the record um so the the next question will be on the topic of proposing in public so Shar and i have been talking about as you know 
getting older and being an associate's degree away from being 30. Um, so we're getting older, so, like, you know, we have to think about, you know, things like marriage and, you know, kids and Even though I don't know if I want to get married. I was just thinking about this today What? In the now you don't want to get married? I don't know if I want to because this is such a quick little side story, but I am in the process of reading because at my job, I have some downtime. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being on my phone, I decided to get some books and the unauthorized biography of Beyonce, the Beyonce book that we talked on Snapchat about, it was 50% off. And I was like, you can't beat that. So I ended up buying the book and just reading, um, because the way that the guy did it is he went around Houston and he interviewed like people who the Knowles like grew up with, Mm -hmm. aunts, uncles, cut all of that. And so the way that it's constructed is in such a tasteful way. But just seeing all of the shit that Tina allegedly put up with Matthew, I know, you know that I'm a product of divorce. My parents divorced after 20 years of marriage. Um, and I saw something yesterday between a married couple that I didn't really appreciate as far as someone looking like they weren't being noble, I'll say. Um, and so it's just like, I don't know if I'm willing to work with someone to that. I, I guess because I've never been in love. I've never loved someone to the point where I've been able to look past little stuff. Yeah, but I've never been able to look past stuff, and that speaks to my relationships, too. We talked about this on earlier episodes of mm-hmm. Kiss and Tell. Typically, I'm a one-shot hit a qu- Like, you did what? Okay, well, that, but that's when Thanks, I was young. That's when I was young. See, but I don't want to feel like I'm settling. Right. And I know that everybody makes mistakes, but the way that I see it is you are a cognizant adult walking around here paying your bills making sure your gas tank is full mm-hmm. and you know what you're doing right so aware. obviously you don't that's the way that i receive it is you do not love me to the level that i love you because have would i be tempted absolutely are there guys just because you're in a relationship or you're married doesn't mean that you're dead so do you still find other people attractive absolutely but it's all within the act you act on it then that's where I'm with. And so just seeing a whole bunch of stuff, like even my father, um, not to put my parents' marriage out there, but I remember towards the end, like the last couple years, there were questions about my father's fidelity. And like I said, reading stuff about Matthew's um, infidel and just whole, things that just, I don't I just feel don't sit right with me. And marriage isn't for everyone. It's not. I'd be fine I with mean, the I've, I've definitely come to terms with like... <laughs> I will step my can or Gail, but that you know. is a permanent. Um, uh, uh, what is it called? Prenuptial. Or prenuptial. I'm saying if you just have a lifelong. Oh yeah, because your finances are separate. Legally tied. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like I've come to terms as I got older because like when I was actually having a conversation yesterday because I spent the Super Bowl with my friends, who you know, went to college, I went to college with, but they kind of took that route of, like, marriage, kids. Mm-hmm. I finally met my friend's son, like, one of my good, good, good girlfriends um, in college who has a son now, a little SJ, and I finally met him. They have a house in the gated initials. community. Oh, yeah, SJ, but it's Spencer Jr., though. He's okay. Um, but, yeah, and then, like, Diamond, her um, her daughter, Phoenix, who's hilarious, um, she, like, loves touching my facial hair. And she thinks, like, does that hurt? And she's three years old. She's so Aww. cute. Um, but it was just, like, crazy how, like, my life is so... I, I couldn't even imagine, like, even having, like, a boyfriend right now. 
Like, I just feel like yeah. right now in this time, it's, like, it's just so crazy. And, like, so I appreciate these moments where I'm around, like, families and stuff like that. And it's good mm-hmm. to see my friends who decided to take that route to get married, to settle down, to have kids, to do whatever he has to be what they did. And, like, I guess live what a quote-unquote normal life. But then as we get older, and especially as society, like, grows, like, normal is just becoming a whole different, like, spectrum of, like, what that is. Like, mm-hmm. but there's you know gay there's you know people getting married later there's careers there's you know women's rights there's a whole bunch of different aspects that kind of change the mold and the outlook of what people look on on the traditional family so with that all said um marriage sure will it happen i don't know if it does i would love that if there's something that could handle me absolutely like let's get married yeah um that's another thing i, I think, come with a lot right like i'm talking to a, a boy right well a man right now mm, um or he? Well. and no he he is and jace is making fun of me because he's a little younger than me if y'all listen to the last episode we talked about the age difference which i will and jace has <laughs> no, no room to talk <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. He may be sitting up here giggling and throwing shade at me for talking to a man that happens to be a couple years younger than me. But rest assured, Kiss and Tell radio listeners, Jace has no room to be sitting up here snickering at me. When you turn 18, you're a man. After his escapades. When you turn 18, you're a man. Go on, Char. Wait, are you referring to my situation? I'm referring to all situations in general. No, no, no. You could be a full woman. He's he's a self-sufficient man. And for the record, listeners... (laughs) He is well and in his 20s, okay? Mm -hmm. He's not 18. But I know someone who was or close to it. But anywho. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I said. Right, I bet you don't. (laughs) Like I said, friends. I'm going to call you friends because I feel like we're so intimate. Mm Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, got extra hot in here after that whole going. I'm not. I'm fine. I'm hot. Mmm. Mmm. Telling. But, uh. (laughs) (laughs) what i was saying is i'm talking to a man that is uh younger than me and i forgot the point that i was driving home to um because i called him or you called him a boy um the point was marriage i'm just saying that right now this is what's good for me i I guess he knows how to talk to me he knows how to quote unquote handle me amen Um, that's what was handle you yes he knows how to handle me he knows how to go with the flow he's super supportive um and so that's really i'm just in a good space with him right now um and that's just what it is he's i'm having a good time um i don't know pending it is. It's absolutely pending. Pending. Absolutely. Okay. I'm being honest. You know I'm going to be honest. I'm not about to lie. Right. Why? What's the point? I'm too old for that. Um, so let's just say later on down the line, let's just say, you know, Kim Kardashian was, what, 32, 33 when she got married? If you were to be proposed to in public, would you like that? She got proposed to in front of her family in a football stadium on TV. On TV. Um, I don't mind public proposals. As a matter of fact, I, I like them if they're done right. Um, don't do no flash mob shit. Don't do like, I appreciate stuff like that, but I honest to God do not mind a public proposal. I really don't. Why? I like it. Like, I like the flashiness of it. I like that. Mm. Oh, I'm going to be all over people's Instagrams with my nice, you know, pear shaped ring. 35 carat ring. I'm just throwing some shit out. You know, things that I've heard in the past, but I'm not (laughs) tripping. I I feel like either way with me, I'd be cool. If you want to just. If we want to be over here eating some whatever, and it's just me and Bay, 
and he proposes to me, I like that. But I, I think I would actually like a private one better because I feel like I'd be able to sit in the moment. Yeah, I want a public I one. Like I feel like I'd be one. all over the place. I wouldn't be able to really. Like I said, bask in and sit in the moment. Right. There's just a lot going on. And like, so yeah, for me, like, for me, I'm definitely like, I don't even know. Like, people always ask me, like, are you going to propose to somebody or are they going to propose to you? I don't know yet. Oh, yeah, the I'm, politics of being gay. Right. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Mm. It's like, how do you decide? Right. Or like, who buys the ring? Do you buy each other's mm-hmm. ring? Or like, does one person buy both the rings? Like, what is, how does that work? So, I don't know. When we get to that point, we get to that point. But as of now, I would definitely rather a private proposal, whether I'm doing a proposing or they're doing a proposing to me. I just feel like public, I mean, and this is just me from, like, past experiences. Like, public relationships could get just so messy. Like, I remember with my last boyfriend, me and my boyfriend broke up. I kept my stuff in a relationship because I didn't want people to know I was single. Really? Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't want... Do you have issues with being single? Not really. I like being single. Do I miss being... I'm very... The thing about me is that I'm very relationship-oriented. I love being... I, I'm I'm very in tune with my emotions. And, like, I love people. Whether that's my friends, whether that's my family, whether that's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I always gravitate towards people. Like, when I was in high school, someone told me my hobby was talking. Because I just love being <laughs> around people. Um, and that's why I initially went into PR. Because that's essentially what you do. Um... But I just, I just had a lot of situations where I just know that the person is just not for me. And I think I've definitely not settled, but I've compromised myself to yes, be a good in word. a relationship that was not meant to be. Just because I am such a emotionally affectionate person, I might not be physically affectionate because mm-hmm. it's too hot to cuddle. But I'm very emotionally affectionate, and I will, like, tell you exactly how I feel, and I want mm-hmm. to know exactly how you feel. So when I get to that point to a person where they're all-encompassing that could, you know, handle me as a person, all that I come with, because I know I come with a lot, even if it's just outside of me, then sure, we'll go there. But when it comes to an actual proposal, it will definitely be private, whether I'm doing it or they're doing it. So Future Bay, if you're out there, take note. I do not want to be proposed to with a flash mob or on the beach with my family. I will tell them or text them later. Um, so the next question is, is it fair to continue a casual sex relationship with someone who is falling in love with you, but you are not? I say no. Okay, why is it not fair? I say it's not fair because if you, if people are having casual sex and one person is fully aware, knows that the other is falling for them, that's not fair. Why continue? Why continue? Now, if you are oblivious to this person falling in love with you, then you're not at fault. But if you indeed know that this person or this person has expressed to you, because, I mean, there's different ways to show love. Just because mm-hmm. you could bring me the hot rag when we're done, that could <laughs> go either way. But uh, is, this person, rag. is this person in your messages expressing their love for you. And I feel like that's playing with people. And I'm not a fan of playing with people's emotions. I'm not afraid, a, a, a fan of playing with people's time. Okay? Because mm-hmm. time is very valuable and people are crazy. I'm just uh, knowing how I would Especially when it comes to sex. Yes. So if you are fully aware that person B is falling in love with you as you all are keep having these sexual rendezvous, I don't think it's fair for you to continue. 
I wouldn't say, I think the word fair is where it kind of gets blurred to me because I think fairness is just honesty. So fairness is just like, all right, if you tell me, hey, Jace, you know what, we've been fucking for, you know, three months now and I'm actually starting to feel for you. How do you feel? And I tell you, oh, I didn't know we were developing something past but that's how it always happens, Jace. There's no such thing as just casual sex. I've had a casual Someone, sex. Or unless they, were, you have, unless they weren't being fair to me. I, if they not, weren't. Be, or you weren't, they didn't express themselves. My thing but is... But how is that fair to me if I don't know? What I'm saying is, my thing is, in my opinion, there is no such thing as casual sex because someone is always going to fall for the other person. Whether they make it known, whether they express it or not, they're always going to... Someone is always going to fall for the other person. Period. I've had one situation where someone didn't fall. And it was actually really perfect. That's what you think. I mean... Well, I don't know, because it is... It's guys. I don't know. I just think the word fair is the thing. Like, do I think you should continue on with, you know, dealing with somebody who, um... Whatchamacallit? Um... Catching feelings. Catching feelings. Um, I just feel like... I don't know. It's just... I was in a situation where I caught feelings, but me and the guy are still cool. And, you know, um, we're just... We're still cool, and we still sometimes will, you know, do some things. You know what I'm saying? But I was... I mean, okay. So, basically, what happened is I was young. I We grew up together, and we started a casual sexual relationship when I was when we when we both were well in our our twenties, and that's just kind of what snowballed into it. And then before I knew it, I kind of caught some feelings, but I was very expressive as I always am, and I told him about it. Yeah, I just feel like the word fair just means honest, and so honest means. And on he was both very ends. honest with me. I mean, he was a little vague, but he was very honest. Like I got the picture. I got that he was like, I you know, Shar, I really like you and I really respect you, but I'm just not on that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, I think there was a whole... It was layered. It was a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Like, oh my God, do I want to date a trans woman? You know how some things mm-hmm. are just good to have there was, sex there was with? Just, there was just a lot going on. Oh, yeah. It was... It's layered. Fairly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like I said, fair, come, fair just means honesty. So if, you know, if someone likes you and, you know, they're like, well, I like you, you don't like me back, they still just want sex. They still just may want to just, like, have fuck. Half fuck, half sex, mm-hmm. and just continue on. Now, I did recently have a guy like that, well, as of last year, um, out here in Los Angeles, but then we kind of like fell off. But I wasn't falling for him, and I don't think he was falling for me, so. Mm-hmm. Well, good riddance. Um, so, the next, <laughs> the next question is going to be the Valentine's question. So... Valentine's Day is kind of an awkward holiday just because it's all about when we're kids it's fun Mm because it's like you know you I told you those are the best years yeah you have your little uh, your little um, sweet tarts and your your candy Mm -hmm. you make a little thing the little mailbox you put on your desk and they like drop the little candies and like um, cartoon things in your thing like it's fun but as you get older and you realize that you're lonely as fuck it kind of gets a little blurry so, do you feel like Valentine's Day, the holiday, is actually, like, a day that should be a holiday recognized by other people? Or do you think it's just, like, silly and stupid? I feel like as you get older, it gets silly and stupid. And that's not coming from a better place. It's coming from a place of, 
Like, I want it to be Valentine's Day every day. I don't want a social construct to determine when when you're supposed to take time out of, you know, the calendar to sh- express your love for me. It's nice to be celebrated, but I feel like Valentine's Day should be every day. I want to be in a relationship like that. I just but don't want to. I think it the... is cute that, like, you have to, like, emphasize on one day a year. Like, because, you know, like, it's like Why? your birthday. Because it's like your birthday. Like, the, I'm quite We have birthday. birthday and anniversary. I know, but I'm saying, like, on your birthday, like, for example, my birthday I always cry because people never really, like, tell me things until it's, like, your actual day. So, like, on my birthday, people start telling me things that they could be thinking all year round, but on this actual day, but see, because it's it not, is your it's birthday. It's not a government-issued, like, dictated holiday where it's a full of cliches and everybody's just trying to outshine someone else for social media My purposes. My birthday is a holiday. It's now the official uh, s- David something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I don't know. I think it, that is cute. I I've. I mean, Valentine's Day, I don't really get... Because people talk about single awareness day. And I, I remember Valentine's mm, Day. Not. <laughs> right, or not. Um, I mean, I'm single. I have no plans for this Valentine's Day 2016. You don't either? No, no 20-something plus year old? No. I don't have an I like I said I don't have any plans for Valentine. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're listening, take note. Go buy her some flowers and take her to a nice champagne brunch. Because mm-hmm. um, it is on a Sunday, right? Is it a Monday? I, I don't keep up with it, so I wouldn't know. It's the 14th. It's the day of the week. Um, yeah. So I remember one Valentine's Day, I had taken. I took my boyfriend had hinted to me that he wanted to go to Tony Braxton concert. Out in the desert, so I bought him, bought us tickets to go, and um, it was really fun. It was a lot of um, like leather mommies who were like in their like fifty plus, like middle age, like clothes fit too tight. It was actually really, really but they were fun as hell. And we were at the uh, casino, like, in the middle of the desert. So they were just all just ratchet. Like, you know, like, you know, men that were, like, buy clothes from um, Burlington Co. Factory? Yes. They're, like, too big. And they, they, sh- they shave their head because they can't grow hair no more. Oh. That's exactly what it was. Like, all there. And it was mm. Payless shoes. It was amazing. But Tony did a great job. I actually rented out a Valentine's Day suite. Um, we bought groceries. Because I didn't want to go to dinner. Because I was going to take them to, like, a rooftop. Or not a rooftop, but, like, a... Uh, what's the name of that place called? Oh my gosh, I forgot what it was called. But basically, it's like this uh, restaurant sits on top of a hill, and it overlooks the city. And so I was gonna take him there, but I was like, you know, it would be more intimate if I like go and cook him dinner. So I literally went to the grocery store. We cooked dinner, had dinner, had plenty of wine. Went to the concert, had a good time. Went home, did a whole bubble bath, all of the, all that. Oh, jazz. you pulled out all the stuff. Oh, all the stuff. Like I was in full effect. Um, but yeah, I think that was my only real Valentine's Day. I was stood up once on Valentine's Day really? in high school. Yep. In high school? But I'm not tarnished by it, though. It's just like, okay, at the time were I you was, at the, Where were you guys going? It actually wasn't a date. It was a group of us that were supposed to go to the club, some club mm-hmm. I had never been to, and it was a whole bunch of studs. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm like, okay, maybe I would have been the rainy cloud because I was like the only one that was not a lesbian. Right. But I was invited. Right. It was supposed to be like the group of people. Wait, so was your date a lesbian? No, I, I didn't have... Well, yeah, she was. She was a stud. Like, I had a, a airbrushed... Her name airbrushed on my shirt. Like, yeah. You know, she was fine. Shout out to Ashleya. But, uh, no, so what happened was I was invited to go out to the club with these. And I was a sophomore. They were seniors. And they were supposed to come pick me up, and they never did. 
And I Not remember. Whole group didn't pick no, up? no. And I remember it was so much like a, a like a bad movie or sitcom. Like I was sitting on my steps because I have had a huge house uh, that I grew up in in Chicago. And I was sitting on my steps, and right in front of the steps was the front door. Mm-hmm. I was dressed, out of the shower, dressed, and mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. And then I just took off my clothes and went to bed. And was that the only time you've been stood up? That was the only time in my entire life. Let me think. Have I ever been stood up? I got stood up in L.A. one time for drinks with the Middle Eastern guy. And you went, you were actually at the place? No, he was supposed to come pick me up. And when you were dressed and everything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when I went on that date with that guy that shall not be named on Kiss and Tell again, I was nervous that I was going to get stood up for that, but he came through oh, with the clutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's not a good feeling, but it's not something that... Getting stood up is not a good feeling, but it's not That's something really not. that I grow bitter from or that... Like, literally, like how Beyonce says in her new song, you know, be gracious, the best revenge is your paper. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my psyche. Right. Like, okay, you're standing me up. Right. But when I'm the host of the number one syndicated national daytime or nighttime talk show, don't come trying to send me flowers because mm-hmm. I'm not... I don't forget anything. Right. I may forget your name, but I never forget a face or an interaction. Right. And I just... I don't trip over it. I really don't. Unless I go through... As a woman, you go through way more. Mm-hmm. So if my hair is curled and I got a fresh face on and I just got out the shower and I'm shaved up all pretty and stuff and I get stuff now, that I probably have a... I would probably have a problem with. But um, I'd, I'd get over it. I promise you I would. Mm-hmm. I promise you I would. And that is why the arts have always been so, I guess, sacred to me. They've been my safe haven, my my go-to. Right. That's why I love singing and painting and researching pop culture. and th- that's You paint? Been my, yeah. I'll Just little stuff. Art. Like I mean, it's not nothing like... Oh my God! Let's hang this in the Smithsonian. Oh, it's just more like, so like on, therapeutic. Let me find out. I love coloring. I love doing my nails, and I love painting and I love, <laughs> I love swinging that. on swing sets. It's the best. Oh, and I love bike riding. I swear to God, that is I the way it. that I get rid of stress. Don't take me to Santa Monica Pier and have me a little tipsy. I will be swinging for two hours straight. <laughs> like I love. I'm such a little kid when it comes to that. But it, I think the it's a nostalgia. I, I think it's a nostalgia. Yeah, they used to have that right um, by the Abbey, and it used to be like three o'clock oh, in the morning. Yeah. And it used to be drunk as fuck. But they took the those away. Yeah, now it's like the um, the gymnastic little bars or like yeah. the circle things. I don't know. I got set up one time. I did by someone that you actually know. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Tell me when we're done. I will. Um, but yeah, I was fully dressed oh my in my gosh. apartment. I had actually bought clothes for this date. I was so happy. Oh, shit. I had bought... Yeah. Actually, no. I didn't buy clothes. I had I had bought clothes before, but I had not worn them yet. So I was going to try this new outfit for this date. Okay. And I really, 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 really liked the guy. And mm, he got too drunk at brunch, went back to his home, and passed out. And the messed up... This is the part that pissed me off. Trust me, we have gotten intoxicated several times, and you pass out and whatever. Like New York is notorious for you know brunch during the like the summer. Like people just get trashed in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. But I think it was the fact that this person didn't like hit me up for literally like until I ran into him. Do you think he was scared of you? He was. No, I don't think he was scared of I like your was, reaction. I think he was scared of us. I think that was the issue. 
and like I he was just so Who's like us? Folk, me and him. Oh, like scared of the idea. Not of me and you, you but <laughs> like that's what I'm like. Why would you be scared of me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like me and him. I think that like idea like kind of like scared him, and the fact that he had done something to like jeopardize that mm-hmm. something he was already afraid of. He was just like, well, let me just not like even like address it, which is not fair to you. It wasn't fair. Um, and literally, we didn't talk about it until we like saw each other face to face randomly, and so. That was the only time I got upset. I was really, I was, I was definitely upset. But I think it was just like a realization moment, and then mm-hmm. I, and I definitely played into the rest of the relationship that we did have. It was just like always like a mental note in the back of my head, and and you know the habits, you know they happen, and they, you know, you, what's the thing when people show you who it, who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. The first time. The first time. Believe so them. I had to believe them, but you know. It's neither here or there. That was a very, very long time ago. And I don't even go on dates. So, that's it. Yeah, I don't have any Valentine's Day plans, but I hope you guys have the best Valentine's Day. You better get the the Beyonce special from Red Lobster. Um, If you fuck you, get so good. Take them to Red Lobster. It's only $20. So, I'll get you your shrimps, your crabs, and your garlic biscuits. I know a few people that owe me some dinners, but... Same. They will not be named. Um... So yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm happy just in life. Like you know, it's been a year since Kiss and Tell. This year has so much stuff. I I cannot wait to share some stuff. I shared some I shared some stuff earlier, but there's just a lot working in the pot, and it is brewing like Shars gumbo on her birthday, <laughs> and I am so so happy to enjoy every single crab leg of Kiss and Tell Networks. And like I said, I am very grateful for the people who are involved, the people who are supportive, and the people who come to shows. And just, like, even, like, tweet or say, like, I just get so many messages, and it's kind of overwhelming, and, like, I don't really digest things easily. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of just how I am. But, like, when I do, like, I just want to cry. And I do. Um, so thank you, guys. Just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you for listening, and thank you for being such a big part. Um... Kiss and Tell Live, the next Los Angeles show, will be March 13th at the Downtown Independent from 2 to 5. The Eventbrite will be going up by the time this airs on Wednesday. Um, jsparron.com. I'm excited. And the new, oh, yeah. Shara is... I need to get me my hair done, and I need a cute dress. The whole... I, I want the whole nine. Yeah. I'm excited to actually see. I've never sat in the... Um, like. In the show, I hope I make you proud. I'm sure you will. I have no like doubt about that. And like we have some new people coming. Like I said, we have some new people coming. We have some old people coming. It's gonna be a good show. I think the mix is very um, diverse, and it'll definitely get a a lot of good conversation going. Um, So yeah, that is that. Kissandtellnetworks.com. Check it out. Kissandtell Magazine. There is a blog post every Monday. Um, Shar, anything else you want to address? Um, make sure you all check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Char Says So. Um, of course I'm doing After Buzz for Real Housewives of Atlanta and The Real Housewives of Potomac. And we're going to kick off I Am Kate next month. She you returns. Second season? Yes. And she returns next month. How do you feel about that show? And, um, first season... I if you watch watch After Buzz and you'll see how I felt there about we go. it. Now, Shameless plug. This uh, second season, the teaser looks really good. Okay. So, by the way, this is so offbeat, but I just binge watched Transparent. You know, there are two mm-hmm. seasons in Amazon Prime, and one of my scenes that I was in was totally cut 
from the entire show. And then the other scene that I was in, when I had to dance with that Carl Winslow looking guy, mm-hmm. remember I told you how mortified I was? Right. Wasn't even shown. Like, we were in the club. If you all watch Transparent on Amazon, then you know what I'm talking about. Season two, episode one ends with the club scene. Mm-hmm. I was all up and through that club scene, but I didn't I get, get any camera time. Camera time. And I looked so pretty, but I'm not complaining because guess what? The check cleared. So Amen. Amen. <laughs> for both Amen. scenes. So uh yeah. Oh, and I also want to take time out to plug her story. It is a web series on YouTube that two of my mentors created, Jen Richards and Angelica Ross. And uh, there's six episodes on YouTube. And they're short episodes, guys. Right. So they range, like, from seven minutes to, like, 13 minutes. But it's so, so, so good. And I'm so, so happy for them. So congratulations, Jen and Angelica, if you're listening. You Check it. It's called Her Story. Might, you might have to type in Her Story Show. Right. Like, Her Story. Like, history, but Her Story. Right. So good. It's about the... It's just good. Just watch it. Yeah. And I also <laughs> want to play in the Dante Show as well. I, I listen to... The Dante Show comes on every Monday on... Um, Blog Talk Radio. Okay. And he's actually a black gay pastor. And he oh. has... Right. And he has different hosts on. So I listened to, listened to it the first time uh, last week. It comes on 10 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. And last time he had a sexpert on the show. And the best part about this show is that it's all um, live on Facebook. So people are commenting. He's reading oh, that's good. It is hilarious. We should take a page from that. Seriously. Like, I was cracking the fuck up. Like, it was really funny. So, shout out to Dante. Um, I would love to have a live uh, interaction. See how right. people Ooh, baby. comment as we go. We do that with Afterbus sometimes, and it's really fun. So, But it's live though, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. live. We're broadcasting live, and there's a, a comment board up live that people interact on, and then when it's posted to YouTube, there's comments on YouTube, too. Maybe because Intel should be live. Radio. That'd be, that'd be interesting to say the least. To say the least. Pending, guys. Pending. Pending. Listen Pending. to your thoughts. Sweet us, tweet us, uh, pinch. As Char says so. What's it? Pentascope? Pentascope? Periscope. Whatever. I don't have all that shit. Snapchat, whatever. All right. Hit us up later. Love you guys. Bye, y'all. Bye, friends. That was a good episode. That was very easy peasy, lemon peasy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those 46 minutes.